0: Hello, hello, wonderful listeners, and welcome back to another episode in season two of Medicine Unravel. I'm so grateful to you all for tuning in today. Are you prepared for the changes happening in this world? In tough times, people tend to sit on their hands and wait for someone else to save them. Do not get left behind. Before I delve into today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on the daily unravels to reach your optimal life and career. And now, let's get unearthing some more insight. So today, I've just completed the second day of my Masterpiece Mindset for Medics Masterclass, where I actually went through the third pillar, which I covered in a previous episode here. However, I took a slightly different angle on it and I thought I'd actually share what we discussed in the masterclass as it gave a lot of insight to a different way of approaching the believe side of this framework which is essentially rediscovering your passion and drive for your medical career. One of the questions that came up was what exactly is a health and well-being coach and why do medics even need one? So as a health and well-being coach myself, I support doctors to increase their ability to self-manage and increase their motivation levels and commitment to changing their lifestyle. I work with the doctors on a one-to-one basis and look at helping them to improve their health and well-being. I use concepts drawn from psychology, behavior change and life coaching fields. And I help these clients overcome obstacles to maintain their healthy habits for life. So it's all about daily habits. And we set personalized goals to help them change their behavior for the better. So the goal of the actual masterclass today was to give a toolbox of strategies to become the balanced person who does the things in life that they want So that they can have the energy and enthusiasm in their career and so ultimately feel fulfilled and the benefits of having this knowledge is so that we can complete new insights into our psychology in our career be able to see and understand the dynamics that we have previously missed within ourselves and our career and start to understand the rules of the games Things like our beliefs and values are holding us back and how we can flip them around to help improve and optimize our career. And know exactly why we're not getting where we want to be. Most people think on the level of have, do, be. When I have something, for example time, I will do the things that I enjoy. And this will make me be a happy and fulfilled person. But actually, how many times have we said this to ourselves and actually ended up with the outcome? I will bet that that is hardly ever. Because if you're constantly waiting to have something in order for you to do something else, you're never going to make progress. So let's switch that around to say, be, do, have. I'm going to, I am am a happy person, I'm being joyful and therefore I do things that happy people do and from there I will have the balance, the time and energy. So before we get to the how, we want to start by getting clear on the what. What is the specific result that you want to have in your career right now? And then once you have the what, we want to have Who do you have to be in order to achieve that goal? And I look at this as the three levels of mastery, to becoming a master. A master is just simply somebody who is the best in that area of whatever it is. So in the best in their career, their field, whatever. And I depict this through three colleagues of mine. So let's talk about Dorothy. She is what I call the whirlwind. She will get in and out from seeing patients, there's no faffing around and that is all that needs to be done for her. Ahmed on the other hand is who I call the unleashed being. He takes his time, he speaks to the patients, to colleagues, he's constantly smiling, caring and supportive and teaching all of his colleagues. Then we've got Juan who I call the dabbler. He does what's needed and not much more. And out of these, who would actually want to be anybody other than Ahmed? He is what I feel depicts the mastery and embodying the passion for the medical career. So how do you become an unleashed master like Ahmed? There is four different parts to this. So the first one is identity. How do you identify yourself? Are you the person that says I am a failure? Or are you the one that uses the language that says, I do not quit? Do you get to see and help your patients or do you have to see your patients? Are you thorough or do you just get the job done? Remember, our mind and body loves homeostasis. It needs it. And the strongest force in the human personality is to stay consistent with the way we identify with ourselves. So the more you tell yourself one thing, that is what you're going to then portray, which comes back to the be, do, have. Once you be the person you want to be, then you will do the things that that sort of person does. Once you start being and embodying the unleashed master, then you will start doing the same things that Ahmed is doing, caring and smiling and taking time, teaching and being supportive. The second part to gaining mastery is values. We have two towards values and away from values. Towards values are what's the most important for you in your life. Is it health, freedom, love, growth and learning, fun and joy? Note, happiness is not a value. It is a destination or an end point of having had good values otherwise fun and joy would be the equivalent or closest thing to happiness so you can do things towards gaining fun and joy which will then lead to an overall happiness you also have away from values what would you do almost anything to avoid fear rejection guilt anger frustration procrastination that's always a big one Take some time to consider what the values are that take you towards your outcomes and those that are preventing you from reaching them, the away from values. The third part of how to become a master, rules. What has to happen in order for you to experience those values? For example, if your value was health, what do you have to do in order to feel that health? Let's take an example. Person A says, I must drink water and eat vegetables and go on walks and sleep before 10 o'clock in order for me to feel health and vitality. Person B comes along and says, well, for me, I must drink water or eat vegetables or go for walks or sleep before 10. Now, which seems more manageable and doable? Person B the easier you make it to meet your rules, the more frequently you will experience your values, which means you will be happier and more energised more frequently. By saying "or," you're giving yourself a chance to actually just achieve one thing and feel that value, as opposed to having a list of things that you must accomplish and with, even if you did, 9 out of 10, without, if you're using the word and, you don't get that final thing, you will not experience that value because you've ingrained those rules within yourself. So to have a great day at work, rather than saying I need to do this, this, this and this as a to-do list, no, say I will reach early or I will manage to check my emails or I will teach on the wardrobe or I will bring joy into the clinic. You've got four rules there, which all encompass that one value, but you only need to do one of those in order for you to experience that value. And each day you will build. And within a few weeks, you will notice that you are actually doing all of them, but you don't feel that pressure of having to commit to doing all of them. So this ultimately means that you build momentum in your career which will lead to that increased fulfillment, satisfaction and enthusiasm. And then the final step to mastery, vehicles. These are the medium that you use to get from where you are to where you want to be in order to meet those rules and therefore the values. We have constructive vehicles and destructive vehicles. Destructive vehicles, things like procrastination, drugs, smoking, poor diet, lack of sleep, anger whereas constructive ones would be exercising meditating having good routines cold showers having empowering company and relationships so overall to be an unleashed master like Ahmed rather than a whirlwind or dabbler we need to get clear on the goal that is truly important to us and then take small actions daily to become the person who you get the who gets the results, instead of focusing on strategy. That's all we're going to cover today. I hope you've enjoyed today's ad lib podcast episode and have taken something away that you can apply to your own life. As I say, this was taken from the second day of the masterclass. Now, tomorrow is the last day and it starts at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. British Standard Time you can still join and you'll be able to watch the replays for the previous two days if you join today. Your most important asset is your time and in these three sessions, you will gain massive, massive value worth every minute. So please invest in yourself so that you can invest in your patience and your career. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. This is Radical Rad with Medicine Unraveled, It's been an absolute pleasure sharing with you again today and I look forward to joining you on future episodes. Stay curious, keep growing and be unstoppable.